you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, this is Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? It was fine. <laughs> Why you say it like that? Because it was fine. I just, I did not do anything. Okay. Well, I mean, so. that's good. Relaxing. <laughs> Mine was good. Um, I was in Mexico for part of the weekend. So that was fun. It was beautiful, relaxing. It, we went to um, Tulum, which to me, it'd be best if you knew Spanish. But thankfully, two of the people I was with knows Spanish relatively well. But it was really fun. Um, I feel like it's like an up-and-coming kind of area in Mexico because like, they're still building a lot of stuff. Um, and it's like, oh, this will be nice once it's done. But it was nice, and like we um, went to the Mayan ruins of Chichen Itza. That was cool. So I bought some stuff. And then, you were like a backpacker. Because you always on a resort or nothing. No, we were in an Airbnb. Right. Mm-hmm. I've never traveled that way to mm-hmm. like areas like that. Yeah. So I'm always curious. It was nice. I enjoyed it. And like, it. I think what was nice is that we were in an Airbnb, so like... You can leave and like run into local people, but it was a very touristy area. So it's like, cause they have a beach and all that stuff. So it's like, if you go left, it's like downtown where like all the locals pretty much are. But if you go right, it's like the beach and all these restaurants and like, it's this famous restaurant by this Australian guy. So it's like down there is where all like the touristy kind of people are. So you get to see a little bit of both but it was really nice and the beach was pretty and it was peaceful and like um stuff is cheap out there like we went to breakfast one day and we all got like breakfast tacos and we all got drinks and the ish came to seven dollars <laughs> i was like seven. i said oh i could treat people all the time eating out here like <laughs> but then like you then and that was one of the like local spots but then we because we went to the place that the australian got open and that ish was expensive <laughs> so it's like you get to see both sides of it but then because it's a tourism spot right right and because even though it was priced in pesos i'm sure he priced it in u.s dollars or whatever and then converted it to pesos whereas the other places they just priced it in how they value pesos so um, it was good to see both. It was it was a lot of fun. It was relaxing. I wish it was a slightly warmer. It was like seventy five the whole time we was there, which compared to home is warm. Even though now that I'm back, it's gotten a little bit warmer here. But you know, I like the heat, so I would have preferred like ninety something. But it was a good trip. But I am glad that we came back yesterday because like yesterday we got back at like five, so like it wasn't late at night. Or whatever, and then like today, I was very productive, did laundry, cooked for the week, um, and all that stuff. And like, I, I'm gonna do some work tonight, and so like, I'm not tired going back to work tomorrow. And this is a short week for me, anyways, because I'm going out of town again next weekend. But um, I'm glad that we decided to come back early um, in the weekend, so it was a good trip. 
Um, so yeah, what happened? What's the media? What's popping this week? What did I miss? I tried to catch up on shows and everything between last night and today. Since, cause in Mexico, I was pissed also on Hulu. Like they wouldn't let you watch How to Get Away from Murder or anything, so I had to like catch up on all of that when I got back. Typically, that's well, that lets you know how different it is in mm-hmm. each country. Cause like typically, I'm annoyed because it's so much better. Well, yeah, so that's the than what you get. Yeah, in U.S. Like when I'm out of the country, yeah. I'll get on and be like, what? They got that? Yeah. They got so that? Netflix has so much more I than I mean, it had. really pisses me off. And they even have shows on Netflix that sh- add shows weekly, like a regular TV show that we would watch here. So I'm on Netflix like, oh. And so what I did was I downloaded some stuff to my iPad. And so if I turn off my Wi-Fi or data or whatever, can I can it. watch it because it doesn't know where I am. Because typically, I'm annoyed. <laughs> but Hulu was the opposite. It was so like restricted. I was like, no. okay, Hulu, you need to step your international game up. Because Netflix has it. <laughs> typically, I'm like, why don't we have any... Right. I remember when I was in Dominican Republic... They have both Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. They have all, all the these. Fresh Prince. I'm just like, what yeah. the? Oh, Netflix my. has everything. Why don't we have it yeah. here? Yeah. But Netflix here gets on my nerves. Anyway, that's another. <laughs> another story. That's another rant. <laughs> right. But yeah, Hulu, y'all need to step y'all little international game up. Because I was getting annoyed. I'm like, look, what do I got to do? That's interesting. And I started getting Grey's Anatomy spoilers. And I'm like, I got to hurry up and watch. So, I, I caught up on most stuff before I got, I mean, well, before today, anyways. Okay, so, um, well, I just want to say, hopefully the government does not shut down. Well, I thought it already did. I thought we were on day two of the shutdown. Okay, well, from my understanding, I got this from my mother, um, that, hmm. um, hmm, I'll have to confirm with her. Yeah, I don't but know. But, like. She said, "If something is a fig- if it's not figured out today, then at least for her branch of the government, for oh, her yeah. what she does, which mm-hmm. I know she works somewhere different from other people, so her stuff could be different. Yeah, she has to like go in, mm-hmm. sign some paperwork, and they officially will be shutting down tomorrow. Yeah. Some government agencies may do it differently. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I just want to say that like at the end of the day, for people who are living check to check, mm-hmm. those are the people I think of, right? Yeah, yeah. because." Just because you work for the government, sometimes people think you it's fine. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are living check to check. That's true. Because expenses are high mm-hmm. and they, people don't make a lot of money. Right. Whether they work hard, you know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes people be like, oh, they have savings. Sometimes you don't get to have savings. Mm-hmm. When you, plenty of people don't There are plenty savings. of people. There are a lot of people. I don't think people think about it. A lot of people who do not have savings, and not because they like living that way. Right. They literally cannot afford yeah, to put money is. away like that all yeah. the time. Yeah. So for the simple fact that people have expenses and stuff like that, they need to figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, people ain't got to be, you know... Struggling. Struggling. More than they are. More than what they are. Because there's right. some that won't. There's somewhere they got to dip in their savings for a smidgen, whatever. Because yeah. they can easily put it back. But yeah. I think that's something that people don't think about. Everyone does not have that luxury. And yeah. it's a shame that savings is a luxury. Mm-hmm. But it is. Yeah. And even because my, my mom used to work at Verizon. And they have strikes every couple years too. But my mom's position was one of the ones that even if it was a strike, she still had to work. 
So it would be like she would have to work nonstop weekends, everything. So then it even affects the families of the people that are essential because they got to put in now extra hours. And yeah, okay, they get a fatter check, but that takes away from everything else in their life. So it negatively impacts everybody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so finally, we were Peter and um, uh, what's her face? From um, Love and Hip Hop from New York. Okay. Peter and his wife, mm-hmm. Amina. Is mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Wait, wife? You mean ex? Well, they're getting a divorce now. Oh, that okay. That was the saying. I was saying <laughs> okay. they're finally getting a divorce. They Maybe they was just separated. Well, you know, I think one, they dragged it out because, like, there was on marriage boot camp. So, it's like they had to get a check first. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but they're getting divorced. No one's surprised. I think the so bar- they was married the whole time when he had the baby by the other woman. You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh Jesus. That's it was a mess. That's it's why a, I, that's I guess that's why I just assumed that no, they were divorced. They were married. Oh my God. Okay. I mean, he's. I mean, and you know, for the life of me, I never like. I just be thinking, what does he have to offer? He got so many kids. <laughs> So his coin is extra stretched. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, what is he? He must have a dingling of gold. <laughs> I got, I got that from the Braxtons. <laughs> he must have. I mean, you know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like after a while, you like, what is it? It must be. And as much as like people think Amina is stupid, I think Tara's Tara's the stupider, stupider one. Because because well, yeah. at least Amina was married to the man. At least she got him married. You know what I mean? Like, Cole, I mean, I'm just saying. She can get some spousal support. I mean, if she can swing it, I don't know oh. if he got it. But she can claim it. I feel like he has money. Now, don't get me wrong. It's probably stretched thin at this I point. mean, maybe he do. You never know. Like, maybe he invests well. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. It just, you know. <laughs> Speaking of marriage. Mm-hmm. Sierra posted a video mm-hmm. of um, like a sermon. Okay. And basically was talking about marriage and part- talking about leveling up and being being someone's wife, not being, not doing all that wifely stuff as a girlfriend, stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so, mm-hmm. of course, those people who aren't wives, because let's, let's be honest, <laughs> because. let's talk about it people who are girlfriends fell some type of way Mm -hmm. because so she made a statement and she after the fact after she got out of backlash she says I was that girl wanting to be loved a certain way but was making the wrong choices I found myself at uh, at my lowest moment I was a single mom sitting at home and then I realized that the perfect love I was looking for was how God Loves me how he wants me to be loved and who he was calling me to be as a mom and a woman. That's when I realized married or not married, I needed to love myself. Hashtag level up. Now I'm going to say this. I don't think there's anything wrong Mm -hmm. in, you know, celebrating marriage and encouraging people to be married. Because if you don't want to be married, don't worry about it. Well, that's what I was That's what my say. thing is. Because a lot of people were commenting like, well, everybody doesn't want to be married. Then and that's don't true. Be. Then but don't why are you be. mad? Because then that means this is not for you, sis. Then don't be. That's <laughs> because what I'm you're right. Everybody doesn't want to be married. Some so people are just married. fine with long-term commitments. People are, plenty of people are okay with that. And so then why does this make you mad? So for her, on her page, right. posting <laughs> about something that she feels is meaningful. Right. 
why are you being upset if that don't even apply to you because right. you don't want it? Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm always like, you're upset because mm-hmm. something ain't right for you. Right. Because I have seen, literally, I have seen, you know, people on like social media mm-hmm. be like, um, you know, it's, it's a bond, it's a title, what we got is real, da, 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 da. And then, you know, marriage is not my goal, da, da, da. And then they'll turn around, and then when that person finally proposes, oh, I'm about to be a missus. I've literally seen this. <laughs> I'm seriously. The same person who was trashing it mm-hmm. is excited. So it's like, you wanted that. And for the record, it's nothing wrong with wanting, with wanting that. that. Yeah. So if you're in a position where you're wanting that, and maybe your guy not there yet, or y'all talking about it, Whatever. You don't have to post about it. That's right. just it. It ain't my business. Right. Yeah. If you and him are you trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But it's no reason to like and I think it's because sometimes obviously it's a I think it's a habit if someone's with someone for a long time to be like, When are y'all get are y'all gonna get married? I think yeah. it's like or uh, when y'all gonna have kids or it's whatever. a normal thing to ask and I think yeah. people who may not be ready yet or may not be there yet, they may get defensive. So yeah. sometimes the reaction could be the trash. Well, that's not what we wanted. Yeah. But it's like, why not I feel like why not be honest? Why not be honest and say one day we may. Yeah. Not now. Right. And just be done with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. squash it. Yeah. And maybe it's easier said than done for certain people. I know it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I said it last episode, just being authentic in 2018 and moving forward. And there's nothing wrong with saying that may be on our schedule later in life. But, but we ain't right but now. But we're not there right now. That's Point blank in the period. <laughs> right. You put them dead in your face when you say it. Mm-hmm. And typically... When you do stuff like this, don't smile about it because mm-hmm. then they want to keep going. But I think look them dead in the face <laughs> and be like, "That's where we at." <laughs> but I think the important part of getting to that point is being confident in where you're at and being okay in where you're at. Agreed. Not saying that you can't want more, but being like, "Okay, we just girlfriend and boyfriend right now, and that's okay." And we will do I want there. us to one day be engaged? Of course, but I am. Secure with what you have, have right and now, and, and to be okay with 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 explaining that security to other people and not feeling bad for being secure or what you are. I agree, and I feel like, and if you're one of the ladies or men who don't want to be married at all, that's okay too. Yeah. So I mean, I just feel like. Sometimes we get so defensive when it's like, if what you're doing feels good for you, mm-hmm. that's it. Mm-hmm. And you say it, mm-hmm. and if people still want explanation, there is none. Right. And, and, and there is none. You said it once. Mm-hmm. And I think also part of it, because I know I've done it sometimes, is that maybe where they're at doesn't feel good for them. And so that is why they get defensive. Because they like they are they may be like, dang, I want to be married, and they not there yet. And so if somebody asks them that question, they immediately get defensive because... They're not secure in where they are. Which, I mean, that's okay too, but it's like... That's interesting. I follow that, Mm -hmm. and I get that too. But Mm -hmm. I guess my thought is, if you're not comfortable in your relationship, and let's say someone's like, oh, we are getting married, and maybe that's a soft soft spot for you. Right. Depending on the person, because I can't speak. If someone knows it's a soft spot, that's rude. Sorry, right. do what you gotta do. Right. But if you know that they have no idea that this may be an issue, and they probably are asking just to ask because it's society. a society, a society normal thing to right. ask. You could, I mean, 
I'm not going to say it's easy, but I guess like, I don't know. We're figuring it out. Yeah. Because I just, I don't think it's fair to project, because that's what you're doing. You're mm-hmm. projecting. And sometimes people have no idea that that's what's even going on, and they don't have to because it's not their business. Right. But I think, I, I do think there's a more appropriate way, and I think maybe if being asked gets you so flustered, then it's time to sit down and say, well, what can I do to, to figure this things. out? Yep. Right? Yep. Am I going to stick with him and wait? Or her? Mm-hmm. Am I going to figure this out? Am I going to demand? I mean, ultimatums can be tricky, but... Yeah. You know what I mean? You can you know tell somebody where you at and yeah. see if they meet you there. Right. You know, I just... I feel like typically the people who get so defensive... Because mm-hmm. she didn't say, like, all the people that's girlfriends, y'all need to level up. Like, she didn't even say that. Right. I just feel like... When you get super, it's typically more on you than it is on the other person. Right, and that's I, but all I'm I do think for the people that started to attack her, her follow up message did clean it up a bit. Cause I had seen the follow up message without even seeing what it where it came from, and I was like, oh yes, like I was so, like, yes, yeah, speak your truth, right, that's for you, right. So I think if people would have understood her perspective, which is what she shared in the second part of it, then I don't think as much backlash would have came from it. But I just think that people shouldn't have jumped to conclusions. But sometimes but it's like, why does she even have to do that? It's yeah. her page. Yeah. That snippet of that sermon felt something for, for her. her. Yeah. And that's just the whole thing of like, one, I just, one, I mean, altogether, I've never understood why people be in celebrity people comments <laughs> anyway. I, I'll never understand it because I feel like, aside from big up and them like, yeah. Right. Aside <laughs> from like something good. Like right. Most, when you don't just when you disagree with something, mm-hmm. I I'm because I because I read something like mm, I don't I don't agree, right? And I keep swiping. Mm-hmm. I never feel so passionately mm-hmm. to write a comment on mm-hmm. something that I know either they will read and won't respond, mm-hmm. or they're not gonna read because a lot of stories don't even read them like that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like yeah, fish in a barrel. I mean, with, with, with it's fifty million. That's true. But that's just me. People who like <laughs> people to argue. People just want to be heard or like to debate or whatever. You know, you want to get your feelings out. That is a space for you to do so. That's true. You know, if celebrities allow you. <laughs> well, if people allow you. Because yeah. you can turn comments on. You sure can. Yeah. Moving on. Speaking of Instagram, mm-hmm. I like how I'm flowing into the next story. Mm-hmm. Um, now in your DMs, it like lets you know. The person you was talking to the last time they was online. Yes, I peeped that. And I was like, what is this feature? Why, though? Like, I don't understand. I think it's too much. Sometimes, you know, I don't understand when apps, you know, add stuff. Where do they get the data to show that people want it? Somebody being extra. Because Because I feel like, but you still won't put out posts in order. I mean, that is (laughs) a request. I, I mean, it is to me. It's like everybody still wants that, right? And Instagram, y'all blatantly ignore us, and I'm wanting of you to put posts back in order. I still want order that. Order doesn't make money for them, but for the DM thing, well, I, I noticed it because like even old conversations, conversations that were like the conversation was done. It's not like I was ignoring you can them see or they someone. And it was like last active 15 minutes ago. Why do I need to know that? Why That's so weird. Facebook-y? Yeah, I'm like, why. I don't need to know that they was acting 50 minutes ago because of a conversation we had six months ago. But I mean, but the thing is, it's like, look, if somebody <laughs> don't respond, let it go. Like, you don't need to know. Curved. Because now it's just going to turn into, 
You was on Instagram 20 minutes ago and you, you still ain't respond to my message. Like, that's just extra. It is. <laughs> like, you just, Instagram, you causing problems. <laughs> like, you know, this is a great mention, a great time to mention. Amanda Seals' podcast last week was about being curved. I thought uh-huh. it was hilarious. You know, listen to this episode first. <laughs> but then you can go back. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you're a person who's getting their feelings, she does a great explanation about it. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. So don't be upset if you get curved. <laughs> Moving on. So, um, Offset got... In a, um, in a tizzy on social media, one of his songs, he used the term queer in his lyrics. Okay. And you know what happened. I'm not even going to. He did an apology where he, first of all, posted the definition of queer. Right. And um, he said, I didn't write the line about gay people. I've said before, these issues, I got love for all people. My passion for fashion has led me to a lot of gay people around me who I have mad respect for. We're very cool. I'm not in a place where I'm hating like that. When I wrote that, I was thinking of words that can rhyme with others. And I saw this definition about her having a queer feeling that she was being watched. And it fit what I was thinking about a start. Like, he explained it. He was like, I'm sorry. I apologize if I offended anyone. But then it's like, when he posted the queer as an uh, adjective, mm-hmm. says strange, odd. She had a queer feeling that they were being watched. Verb informal. It says queer is spoil or to ruin an agreement, event, or situation. Mm-hmm. So to me, everyone hates you feel like an idiot for one. <laughs> I'm gonna say this because sometimes I think we rush just like with the CA thing. We rush, we are, and we've talked about this before. People are looking for something to fuss about. That's true. Because my thing is, you need to think about words. Some words do have very a lot of meaning. Can't get my words out. <laughs> Have more than one meaning. Yeah. So then it's like, really look at what he was saying mm-hmm. before you get crazy. Yeah. And you will see that it's obvious that he wasn't talking about right, cause, I mean, queer people. Gay also means like, for example, gay. Gay means happy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> it don't just mean heteros, you know, homosexual. homosexual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just feel like, come on guys. <laughs> We just still don't. It's it's the it's, it's the cool excessive. thing to argue or just to be find mad something about something wrong in what celebrities do or say. And I'm gonna just say not even celebrities. I just with people. I think we're always ready to what? <laughs> like we're always ready to. I just think sometimes if we spend sixty more seconds before we hit play, do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. think about it one more time before we hit play. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, please. <laughs> and then my last story, and then we can move on. Was Monique did like a I'm video so post? Let's talk about Let's it. Let's do it. it. <laughs> and first of all, <laughs> I love when Monique gives like a soliloquy like that because mm-hmm. she be like, "Sis, <laughs> and my sister, mm-hmm. and I just wanna." Mm-hmm. You know, I love her frick. I love how she speaks. That's mm-hmm. me being funny. Mm-hmm. Now let's get to it. <laughs> Basically, she called out the fact that mm-hmm. Netflix offered her a special mm-hmm. for five hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, offered Wanda Sykes mm-hmm. two two hundred fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and then it was um, 
And I don't know. And this is when I was like, was it confirmed that Amy actually got $13 million? I think That's so, confirmed yes. yeah. that Amy Schumer got $13 million. Right. And she was just talking about how is it that, you know, she could get $13 million mm-hmm. and two comedians with the experience and impact that they have had mm-hmm. combined right. could only get $750,000, right? $750, yeah. $750,000. Yeah, yeah. So. So, here are my thoughts. Okay. And it, it's going to hit like three different side opinions. Okay. First of all, sis, ain't nobody boycotting Netflix. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm sorry. Second of all, your Netflix is a very, and I don't know how to put this in the right words, but Netflix target audience don't got that much money. So, you're telling people that pay $10 a month for Netflix to boycott and watch what? Like, it's just, I don't I don't feel like she targeting the right, the right audience with telling people to boycott Netflix. However, I do agree that she should get more. Um, even if you look at, what is his name, D-Ray Davis, he got $5 million And, I mean, I laughed a couple of times, but his thing wasn't the funniest thing on earth. Honestly, I think that he's funnier in movies than his stand-up. I think he's funnier, like... He's a funny person, yeah. But I don't necessarily think he's a great comedian. Mm-hmm. And I think people are like, what does that mean? Because like he's for, situationally he's situationally funny. funny so yeah. like in interviews, he's funny, right? And like stuff in movies, like he's where funny. it's funny, if but like sitting here doing something, it could be funny. Hilarious. But yeah. in stand up, I never thought he was the funniest person either. Right. I enjoy. I find it most funny when they like interviewing him more than his like stand up. Right. So. I so in, in that token, I think that Monique definitely deserves millions for, and Wanda Sykes, for um, their stand-up. Because, I mean, come on, like, Monique was one of the queens of comedy. Like, y- don't put, like, don't disrespect her just because she hasn't been doing as much lately in I the think, public eye. And I thought that maybe that could have been part of it. And that was going to be my third Relevancy. Point. So, my third point, it was going to be that. I understand Netflix's point of view. They just should have rethought about it. Because their point of view is that, well, Chappelle is going to sell out every theater. D-Ray does sell out every... Like, so these people, um, and what's her name? Amy Schrumer is relatively relevant. I'm not going to say she sell out theaters because I don't know if that's a fact or not. I but really she's relevant. don't find her funny. I don't I, know. I think I'm the only one who's <laughs> like, I don't get it. She's but. relevant only because she has done so many movies and Do things you think, girl. lately. Right. She's getting her money. Do you think, so girl. So I understand that Netflix, Somebody find you funny. they look at their offers in almost a algorithm way like like Instagram. So they're looking at, okay, who has the most buzz right now? And so whoever has the most buzz right now is going to bring in the most viewers right now. That's how they look at it. Now, how they should have went about it is at least offered her two or three million and then offered her a percentage off of how many views she got. So then she could be like, next time you're going to put some respect on my name because this how many people watch my stand-up um, special and now you're going to offer me $10 million for the next one. Thank you. I do wonder, so, too, though. I mean, I do wonder when she made that po- po- post mm-hmm. was that Netflix final offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I I'm not sure because, like, it, sometimes... I hope because um, she done messed it up now. She done blew the spot up now. <laughs> but did you see what I'm saying? Because sometimes, like, 
I'm not validating what Netflix did or nothing. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, I do it at work. Like, you start off low mm-hmm. so that when someone comes back and be like, no, I want this, they're in the range you were going to give them anyway. Yeah. But typically, people feel better when they feel like they got something. I feel so like... So, sometimes... I, and I'm not sure. They yeah. could have started... And she could have said, well, what about this? And they could have said, nah. So then that's a totally different right. thing. That's why I'm like, I feel like it had to be, for her to do all of this and tell people to boycott that. Well, what about Wanda? Did, well, she, did she care to be brought up? So, so for Monique, one second. I'm going to get to Wanda in a minute. I feel like it had to be at least a couple of back and forths for her to go to this length to do this. Because like we said, she shot herself in the foot. If they was going to come back with something higher... That ain't gonna happen now. So I feel like it had to be a couple, at least a couple of months of going back and forth. Now, Monique, I hope you talk to Wanda before bringing her up because what if Wanda was quite all right with the two hundred and fifty thousand? Because Wanda's not a person that's doing a lot right now either. So she could be like, "Look, that's a little good coin, and I will take it and do my stand up and go on by my business." My thought is. When it, I mean, I, I don't foresee a company sharing what they pay with other people. So yeah. I feel like maybe Wanda, her, they would have had to have a discussion. Yeah. Um, but then my thing is, Wanda, where your video? Like, if you really want to make an impact and share what your offer was and be upset about it, you need to make a video too and be a part of the conversation. Because now it's like hers is just a footnote and this potentially messed her up too. I mean, maybe, but maybe the way she handled it was just saying no. Sometimes people true. don't feel like they need to do something about it. I That's mean, because, like, no one's going to, no one is going to boycott Netflix. Right. I don't think and so. And Wanda's freaking hilarious. I love Wanda Sykes. <laughs> I love her so much. She's funny um, to me. And her stand, you know what, I'm going to say this. One, I'm a tough cookie anyway. <laughs> You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's facts. <laughs> it is very hard to make me laugh for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times I'm giving a genuine chuckle, like something about it is funny. Mm-hmm. But like to get a hearty <laughs> laugh from me is hard anyway. So yeah. I feel like don't listen to me, y'all, because my laugh scope is just like. I also think that I think that you like situational comedy more than necessarily like telling stand-up jokes. No, I like stand-up. I just don't really? like their. St- I really, okay. I, you know, what I mean? like I love DL Hughley. I love oh, yeah, his stand-up. Yeah, I love Cedric the Entertainer. Mm-hmm. Like, so I like certain stand-up comedians, but I don't like a lot because typically it's like. Uh, I love Gary Owen. I think he's mm-hmm. freaking hilarious. So mm-hmm. it's like, I like old Kevin Hart. <laughs> yeah, he getting a little corny he's now. He's corny now. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I do like it. Mm-hmm. And I like Monique stand up. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. it's just stand up. To me, you have to be super funny to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Because it's like, it's about storytelling, so you got to tell it and right. And you by yourself. And you're by yourself. You got to be engaged. Like, you really got to hit it for me. And I think sometimes that's what I think is a side note is the issue of, like, IG comedians. They mm. don't realize that, like, it's way more than these 60-second videos. Yeah. And a lot of times, they're not funny. <laughs> okay? And, and even I'm not, with their 60-second videos, it's like, that's... Enough time for one punchline and you done. That's what I'm saying. Doing stand it's totally up different. Is back to back to back to back. So that's true. But we'll see how this turns out for Monique. But I just think that she went about it the wrong way because ain't nobody gonna boycott Netflix. I'm sorry, sis. 
Like, yeah. I agree she should get more money, but I don't, I guess I don't agree enough to boycott Netflix. <laughs> I, like, well, you know, Monique's career path the past few years has been interesting. I mm-hmm. mean, she's, she's someone who's been, she could be very vocal in certain things oh, that yeah. are unpopular. Yeah. So I think for, to a certain extent, I don't think anyone's surprised by her mm-hmm. new mm-hmm. thing. Because mm-hmm. she's, you know, she's more... Right. <laughs> she's just very vocal. Yeah. And, if, and that's okay, by the way. Yeah. But she's just, you I know. I just think so. she could have strategized this a little bit better. <laughs> I mean, for me, I think it's a thing of... Because even, like, blackish. I mean, Tracy is going through something where she, like, y'all gonna pay me more or... <clears throat> I ain't gonna be on there. Right. And now, see, with Tracy, do I think she should get more? Yes. But do I think she should get as much as Anthony Anderson? No. I don't think that's realistic. Because he's an executive producer and she's not. So, he's doing more work, essentially. Yeah, but I guess it's about, you know, let's be honest. I'm not gonna sit here. I don't believe, I don't believe that his executive credit, executive producer credit, mm-hmm. is what's really making the huge difference. I think it's a difference on both sides. Mm-hmm. But they will maybe need to talk about it and do a breakdown of it and yeah. really show that this is his pay for it, the executive producer part. Yeah. And here's his pay as an actor. Right. Right. Because right? Right. I do get it. He will pay more because he is an executive producer. Right. But it's also how much of an executive producer is he? Because a lot of people push for that credit to mm-hmm. get more money. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they don't really be doing nothing. So, I, you know, I don't know. He can yeah. be super active. I think he is just from hearing him speak about it and like at the India, NCAA, Jesus, N-A, I don't know the acronym. I'm, I'm effing up, my bad. <laughs> NAACP. There we go. It was two A's, not two C's. There we go. At that, uh, at the award show, <laughs> at the you award like. show, <laughs> At the award show, he was like, he was saying thank you to um, Kenya Burris for helping him create this show. So I do think that he's very influential in, in the writing room and all those kinds of things. I don't think he's like a silent executive producer. I think he is very much a part of um, creating the show, like he said. So, and that, I mean, that even goes to, um, what's Meredith Grey's name on Grey's Anatomy? Because um, she's now the highest paid at TV actor. And she... Even she has been doing interviews recently about how um, Shonda Rhimes had to help her get to that point. But now she's getting $600,000 an episode. And now from now on, she's going to be an executive producer. So that's even more coin. And she gets a percentage depending on how many views each episode gets. So she's getting back. She'd be directing certain episodes. Right. But it's part of what it, in the interview, part of what she said is that when um, her husband on the show was alive, they would try to use him as leverage. Like, oh, well, if you leave the show, we still have him. Or when they had her sister on the show, they was like, oh, well, if you leave this show, we can turn it into her because her last name is Gray, too. Well, she you would, can't do that now. Well, right. So now that all of them have gone, <laughs> it's like, now what you going to do? I mean, she has a, she, <laughs> well, I think Trace has a lot of leverage, too, because right. let's be honest. She like, can't leave the show. <laughs> even her in the guest star role is where she's on it every now and then. Yeah. That is not going to work. work. Yeah, so she has leverage. Yeah, she does. And I hope they figure it out. Right. Because, I mean, I think she's funny. Sometimes yeah. she makes me laugh harder than... Mm-hmm. I mean, I've said it before. I only watch for the parents and the grandparents. <laughs> so I just feel like 
She's needed. But yeah, and she was even just talking about how like some, after some seasons, she would ask for something as small as a $5,000 per episode raise and they would tell her no. And she was like, for the $5,000 to her, that's not a lot of money because she's rich. But she was like, it was more on principle. And the fact that they still told her no to $5,000, it was like, wow. So I mean, it, she was just talking about how it took her years to get there. So I know it's still a struggle for women in the industry. And I'm like, more women need to speak up on behalf of. Well, they, you know, they doing that. Times up. Yes. They're like. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, even her doing that um, interview and speaking about it now, because she's making back. Like Jesus Christ. Well, she said that <laughs> when, as far as Grey's Anatomy, mm-hmm. she's. I've heard her say multiple times, like when the show's over, she's done acting. Yeah. Because she, she don't, don't do need to do any. I want y'all to do the math. Grey's Anatomy is about 22 to 23 episodes. Mm-hmm. And to get $600,000 per episode. Let me pull up my calculator. Okay. $600,000 <laughs> times 23. And then you have... Jesus Christ, that's almost $14 million a year, bro. And then you have <sighs> her executive producer credit and all that on top of... <sighs> So, and how long has this show been on? This show has literally been like on 14 over a decade. <sighs> like, it started when I was in middle school. Right. Okay? Woo! So, She's making bank. And that's what she said. She was like, honestly, I don't have to do other movies. I could just do this and, you know, chill at home with my husband. And my so, beautiful children. Right. And I just, first of all, just a side note, I love her family. I know. She's so cute. <laughs> I just love her. <laughs> And I love her relationship with her husband. Mm-hmm. And like, those are the times where <laughs> you okay with? I'm all right. A white woman and a black man. Well, he's mixed, so okay. technically he's dating his kind. <laughs> Do you okay. know what I mean? And people can date who they want to date. Before you get all weird and acting like I'm, people can do what they want, and that's it. Right, but yeah. that's all. Okay. Do you want to talk about TV since we done touched on Grey's a little bit or? I mean, I felt like it was cool. Mm-hmm. Wasn't nothing I felt was like, I, if you want to talk about it. No, we don't have to. Okay. It was a decent episode. Yeah, I don't feel like yeah. there was nothing I needed to note. Did you real, did you um peep the trans actor now on Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. Why you do, why you react like that? Because the same like a while ago, like Rihanna made a statement about how like, cause I was like, well, where's your trans person? And she was like, to me, she was saying that it makes a mockery of it to make sure, let mm. me have a white person. Let me have a black person. Let me have this one. Mm. And that's how sometimes I feel when mm. they do this. Okay. I get that. Sometimes, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not knocking Shonda or anyone because mm. in, in being inclusive is important. Right. And but I wonder, matters. it does, but I wonder at a certain point. Do people feel it's genuine? Because I don't That's think true. it's always genuine to have a black person involved. That's true. So I'm not, it's not even about, it's, it's just about, you know, and I'm going to say for Grace, I'm going to say it's probably genuine because Shauna's behind it and mm-hmm. I feel like she's always trying to have integrity and wanting to do things the right way. Yeah. But at a certain point, sometimes, do you guys take brands and shows and their level of inclusiveness, do you think it's genuine or do you think we're doing it because we have to? Yeah. That's a, and that's, and that's, that's how an interesting I, perspective. And that's what I think sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's like now when you see ads, 
It's like, you got to make sure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is it genuine or is it like they in the ad room and they're looking and like, all right, what's the lineup? Let's have a white person, black person, Hispanic person, Asian person, you know, a gay person. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure we have a trans person. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a checklist yeah. sometimes before yeah. we like, all right, we got them all. Like, we don't want to hear them by mouth. <laughs> right, right. So sometimes I wonder, is it a genuine level of being inclusive? Mm-hmm. Or is it, what do we got to do to keep people like, so so we can stop getting letters of, where's the black person? Where's mm-hmm. the trans person? Where's mm-hmm. the, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I don't that. think it's wrong. I really mm-hmm. don't. I mm-hmm. think it's, I'm, and I want to be clear that. No, I, I understand don't think your perspective. It's, it's wrong. It's trying to, but sometimes to see I, whether people, like you said, are being general or whether they're pandering. Like, like not to get political, but like Hillary Clinton, we could clearly tell that she was pandering and that she, a lot of what she's saying wasn't genuine because where she at now, nowhere to be found. So I get what you're saying and trying to figure out whether it's being genuine or pandering. I don't know. I guess it's like I don't know either. you see later on down the line. If I don't know. Of- and, and to be honest, you'll never really know if brands or TV or whatever. But yeah. sometimes I just feel like, you know, because of the good and bad of social media and the good and bad of the... Because I, I, once again, it needs to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. But is it also fair to say, like, I don't know. I feel like I don't I know. Get, I get what you're saying. And I think it is hard. And I think it's like, well, how do we know that they're not pandering? Or how do we know it's genuine? And I guess it's almost like you, only the people behind the curtain really know. We're not because right. they're the ones back there having the conversation, writing. Because even, and that this is one of the spoilers that I came across. It was like an article about the trans person in the show. And they made a statement like, oh, we worked with glad very closely to make sure that we did this right and so it's like is that just a pr kind of stunt or is it like well we really wanted to make sure that we did this right and that we didn't f this up so that's why we reached out to them to have them look over it first you know which one is it so i get right i get what you're saying you don't know i'm not gonna knock anybody for wanting to be inclusive either because i get it yeah i don't yeah i I mean i I totally get it and i don't disagree with it so I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Okay, well, that was all of our media for the week. We did have a question of the week. One second as I pull it up. Okay. So our question this week was, would you rather be um, terrible with finances or be terrible with relationships? That was a toughie. It, it is tough. Um, so the RF single said, dang, that's a hard one. I would have to say terrible with relationships. Can't pay the gas bill and light bill with love. Um, Belle Scrib DeVoe said, I mean, either one is a leg up at this point. You guys slip a coin. Um, Africa Wilkins said, assuming professional relationships, which I don't think that's what we meant. I think we meant like any kind of relationship. People be trying to justify. <laughs> or... If we had to pick a specific type of relationship, it was I feel romantic. like we more romantic relationships, yeah. But um, Africa Wilkins said, assuming professional relationships, you can always learn about finances to attain a certain level of success. Relationship building is key. Opportunities aren't always given to those with credentials. It's who you know. If romantic relationships, I can be terrible at that. Um, beloved and unbowed said relationships. 
I don't want to be terrible with either, but mastering finances are essential to life. So, what do you think, Shanae? Well, I probably do finances too. Mm-hmm. Just because you tell where I love relationships don't mean you can't have one. Right. That's I'm going to throw my own caveat in it. But I feel like for me, <laughs> love is great. Not, you know, I really love it, but that don't pay your bills. That's true. I would rather be terrible with finances, actually, because I guess, to me, I would rather be um, in loving relationships with people, friends, whatever, than to have money. I'm okay with being homeless if I got friends and family and a partner or whatever. So, that's just... Huh? You probably wouldn't be homeless, though. And that's my point, is that if you have these good relationships... That homeless would be like more like couch surfing as opposed to actually sleeping outside. So um, I feel like with relationships, your finances can flourish because I mean, like Africa Wilkins did say, it is who you know. And that includes families, partners, friends. So if they see that you're struggling financially, who knows when we Oprah and Gail, we can help a friend that need a job and make them a secretary or something. And so, then that helps them with their finances, Renee's face. You don't want to make up for the secretary? Um, <laughs> She's like, which friend? <laughs> well, I was going to say, now how is that fair for the people who are actually qualified? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't... They might be qualified. It just seems a little nepotism-ish. Uh, who? What? LeBron brought all his friends that was basketball players that didn't make it to you the uh the league with them and put them in positions that he knew that they were flourish. Okay. So no, that's my what example of. What if I don't like nepotism? I'm, my example is I'm not gonna put them in a position that I know they're not good for. If you can't type the f you were my secretary for, I everybody's good at something. So I'm gonna put you in a position that you can show what you're good at, or at least help you learn something. Okay. Well, <laughs> you, you hired them then. <laughs> Do your thing. Okay. My friends have jobs, so shout out to y'all. My friends do too. Keep working. And And my friends help me make more money. So it's like we get to Oprah and Gail status. Don't act like y'all ain't got a degree now. (laughs) And that's why we won't be able to hire them. Because they do got degrees. They've been working. Continue to do so. What? I can't send you. So, thanks guys for answering our questions. Remember, we post it every week. If you have any suggestions, um, just let us know um, and like email us or whatever and we may use your question one week. So, our topic this week is healthy and unhealthy validation and what's the difference in between them and how do you um, identify which one is which? Um... So, you know, I read a few things today to prepare, mm-hmm. and I feel like after I read a few things, I feel like we, I don't feel like we always use validation in the correct term. Hmm, okay. Okay, so, um, so I just want to start off with a, a definition. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, it's the action of checking on... Proving the val the accuracy of something. 
the action of making or declaring something legally or acceptable, or it's the recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinions are valid and worthwhile. Okay. So I want to start off there. So I want to start with self-validation, because I think most of the time, when I've used it lately, it's been like, she's doing it to get validated, da 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 And we'll get there. Mm-hmm. But I just want to start with, like, self-validation. Mm-hmm. So... We know the meaning of it's understanding and accepting someone's experiences or feelings to what they may be. And I like the articles on psychology today. It makes a point to say validation doesn't mean you agree or approve because I think that's something to note. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So the idea of self-validation is accepting your own internal experience, your thoughts and your feelings. It doesn't it doesn't mean that you believe your thoughts or think your feelings are necessarily justified. It's just you're being truthful and acknowledging in this moment, this is how I feel, right or wrong, this is how I feel. Right. right. Um, so it just talks about how to self-validate. Do you feel like you do that? Do you feel like you take stock of what you're feeling, your thoughts and emotions and say, whether it's right or wrong, this is how I'm feeling and I'm okay with it. I think that's a part of my journaling process. So when I do journal, that's what I'm doing. Um, and I think that's my exercise and way to make sure that like, I'm getting my feelings out and be like, okay, I'm cool with that. Or, okay, I want to change that. But regardless, that's how I feel right now and this is what I did. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a part of why I journal at all. All right. Do you feel like you do that? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm a big person. My one of my favorite lines of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I said oh. what I said, mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna take it back and say I feel what <laughs> I feel. All right, mm-hmm. and I do it. I don't, and I'm never gonna apologize for it. Right, I can acknowledge that you may not get it, mm-hmm. but this is how I'm feeling. Yeah. So, a part of self-validation is being present, being mindful of your emotions. Mm -hmm. So, it's really about acknowledging them. Mm -hmm. Being like, you know, this, for example, Sydney made me upset. And this is making me feel angry because I feel like she's judging me. That was just really random. Yeah, I'm not upset. I know. Just for for the people at home. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then... The second step would be accurate reflection. Why why are you upset? What is that triggering you? Mm-hmm. And me saying, I'm feeling angry because I felt like she was judging me. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Tr- you know what I mean? So yeah. it's about thinking about what's this is root? what I'm feeling and what's the root of it. Right. And even sometimes you may not know because there are times where I will react a certain way or I'm feeling something mm-hmm. and I can't identify in the moment. And sometimes you got to come back to it. Yeah. You got to yeah. think about it. Yeah. And then they say level three is, sorry, I lost my thing. Level three is guessing. And I just, it, I'm a psychic. It talks about you may not know what you're feeling. You may not know why. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's about just being in a moment and being able to, like, articulate all of that. Yeah, and being present and how you're feeling. Like, I'm pissed right now. I don't know why. It could be a number of things. But I'm pissed. Right now, I know I'm pissed. Right. Right. (laughs) And then it talks about validating that with the history. So Mm -hmm. that's, once again, 
going back to are there other moments in my t- my life and history where I felt this way or have mm-hmm. I been in similar incidents and it felt this way? Yeah. And then normalizing it. Because I think sometimes, I know for me for a long time, when I was emotional, I used to feel bad about it. Like, why does this bother you? Why are you so emotional? Because mm-hmm. I always was hearing like, oh, you're dramatic. Oh, you're this. Oh, you're this. And I think a part of that self-validation is saying, you know what? I have a right to feel. Mm-hmm. And if people don't agree or they don't see it, whatever. Yeah. But I'm feeling and I'm processing this in my way. Right. And if you want to say I'm emotional, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Right. I'm doing what I need to do. And I think that's what that normalizing is. Mm-hmm. And then it's about being genuine and then like pouring it, pouring love into yourself in the moment. Yeah. So if you don't self-validate, those are some areas to do so. Okay. <clears throat> Personally, I think that's like the first step to not letting other types of validation impact the view of yourself. Mm. Because then we can get to the way of like how people can take this idea of validation and it goes completely the other way where you're totally bypassing yourself Mm -hmm. and what you're feeling and you're putting all your stock into what, into other people and what they think Mm -hmm. and like their post just like their article said it's like validating someone doesn't mean you agree or disagree right right it's about to me it's about being respectful yes and accepting someone Mm -hmm. so i think we kind of make a warped view because we want someone to agree or whatever Mm -hmm. or we're um making ourselves we're conforming mm-hmm. for them to approve or agree. And that's not even what the validation is about. Mm-hmm. So I just thought that was interesting when I was reading. Because I feel like I definitely was misusing it in the sense of, you know, you want them to... I was using it as a place of, you want people to agree with what you're doing. When it's more of like, you're conforming yourself so that you can get someone's buy-in. But that's not, that's something totally different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Somewhat. Somewhat. Yeah. I know that I'm kind of confusing, but <clears throat> first of all, I'll post, we'll post the article. Mm-hmm. But it's just this thought of, from my perspective, because now I'm confusing myself. <laughs> <laughs> I read too much. <laughs> so, okay, I'll, I'll try to regurgitate it back to you to make sure right. I understand. Right, because I'm like, in my mind, I know what I'm saying. So, but... validation, and I'm going to kind of bring it back to what we spoke about in the media thing to give an example with Monique validation is us respecting her what she's done all the work that she's put in and respecting her as a comedian but it doesn't necessarily mean that we think she should get 13 million right or that we should boycott Netflix right so it's like I I, I respect your opinion and your but opinion. I don't necessarily feel like this is what you should get. I don't necessarily agree with what you think you should be paid. That's what validation is and what it is not. Okay. Okay, I get it now. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So, unhealthy validation then. Is is that when someone validates maybe bad behavior or... Because I think that's where now I'm like, okay, so validate... Or I guess it would be disrespecting someone um because i can think about like in arguments when like if people are well not even arguments i'll say debates 
in debates when people are going back and forth, and then someone will spell something wrong, and they'll be like, how can anybody listen to you when you can't even spell? It's like, that's not even a valid argument. That's, because <laughs> I, I hate, I really hate when people do that. Now, don't get me wrong, I correct people's grammar and spelling all the time to be funny, but I hate when people are doing it in debates to use it as a point to say, <clears throat> well, you can't be right because you can't even spell. Like, I guess that to me would be unhealthy validation. I don't know. Okay, so I thought about the same because I read the article. I'm thinking, are we using it incorrectly? <laughs> that's that's what I thought. Yeah, because it's like you wanted to be validated by someone. Mm-hmm. You. The way I would think it is is that you want their approval or yes. whatever. Yeah, that's the way I. But the definition of validation mm-hmm. is not about approval. giving someone's approval. It's that's why I was like, are we using it incorrectly? That's yeah. why after reading the article, I'm like, are we using that term? Are we using that incorrectly? And so it's like you can be like, your argument is valid, but I disagree. Right, and that's validating someone. But I do think that we use it oftentimes to be like. Well, I agree completely with what you said. I'm validating you, whatever, blah, blah. People will seek out validation in their professional or romantic relationships, seeking Mm -hmm. that approval. But it's like the definition says Mm -hmm. that that's not necessarily what What it's about. That's why I was like, I read this article, I was like, are we even, are we using it the right way? Probably not. Because I feel like I'm, I, I read that. The Mm -hmm. actual, we read the definition of it, and Mm -hmm. then reading the article makes me go, are we using that in the right term? So, so even like using work as an example, and people will say that they want to get a promotion to feel validated. But in a review, their boss may be like, oh, you're doing everything great. You're a superstar, blah, blah. And then not give them a promotion or give them a promotion where they didn't feel like, where they felt like they deserved more. Now, are they validating them? Yes, because they said that they're doing great. But oftentimes people say they didn't validate me because they didn't get a promotion. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it's more. And for me, you would think it's like they did. Mm -hmm. They just may not put a financial value on it. And that's a different ballgame, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Yeah. But I mean, I thought it was an interesting topic because I was like, I'm looking at this like. So maybe this negative view that we think of validation isn't. I don't know if the using the term validation is appropriate. Yeah. So maybe just the seeking approval of others mm-hmm. is what we relate to that. That is yes. unhealthy. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. I think at a certain extent, like at work, mm-hmm. you do got to get people's buy-in mm-hmm. because you got to keep your job. <laughs> right. So at a certain <clears throat> extent, you do need their validation approval. And uh, yeah. Because or at you least need respect. It. You, because yeah. you gotta, they gotta, you gotta keep your job. So, like, for example, if you have an assignment and you do it at the last minute, it's amazing, but you do it at the last minute. So, your boss may respect that you got it done and you did it well, but they may, may not like the way that you go about it because it seems like you're a procrastinator. Okay. But, for example, because I thought of a way of, like, this whole thought of, like, approval. Mm-hmm. For example, at work. Do you downplay your opinion or change your opinion to fit in with others? Do you go against what you think is right mm-hmm. 
to me, that's unhealthy. The, and that's you. People usually do that when they want to be validated. When they are looking for validation, someone's. But then it's like. But that's not even validation. What they're not. looking for is attention. And a, right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like we like we talking through, and it's like yeah. it's not even validation. That's not val- so what we what what we're conditioned to say is that they're looking for a validation, but that's not actually what validation even is. What they're looking for is acceptance in a crowd. That's what they're really looking for. They don't want to stand out. Because even if they stand out with an opposing opinion, their opinion could still have been validated. Um, they just would have been an oddball out. But who knows that they could have changed everybody else's mind. Because their opinion was respected. Right, and I'm going to say the definition again if you're confused. Because the us. way I'm using it in my head is I'm replacing validation with respect. Because that's really what it is. It's not necessarily agreeing or right, approving it says, of, It's just respect. Recognition or affirmation that a person or their feelings or opinion are valid. That doesn't mean valid doesn't equal necessarily right. Right, right. It's just acknowledging that you have those opinions and they are worthwhile because you have an opinion and everyone's opinion is worthwhile. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like at work, because I have a... a someone at work who does that and it bothers me because it's like it bothers me on their behalf because I don't think that's helpful for your own career path in the long run mm-hmm. when you go against what you believe is right. Yeah. yeah. You, especially when we're in different departments and stuff mm-hmm. we all are good at something we all have our area of expertise mm-hmm. and education Yeah. And so I feel like if this is your background mm-hmm. and you have, you know, the experience, and you have the knowledge, knowledge and know-how, yeah. maybe they won't agree. Yeah. But that's okay. But this is your experience, the mm-hmm. self-validation, like all your stuff is combined, the history. That validates you. Is, <laughs> that is your statement and you should stick to it. Right. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'll be looking and I'm just like, they ain't going to help you in the long run because, I mean, people do... I always say this. People do what they're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. And so if they know that at the end of the day, regardless, they can get you on their side. Yeah. Then they really don't respect you. Then they really don't be listening no way. Right. <clears throat> yeah. They really don't respect you or any of the experience and knowledge that you have. So actually, in fact, they're now not validating you because. They don't care. You, yeah. They don't care about your opinion. They don't respect you. Right. Isn't that interesting? But you know, but we've been conditioned to consider that validation. And I'm like looking at the definition and then reading that articles like literally I feel like we're using it incorrectly. Yeah. After reading all of that, I yeah. feel like well now I feel like we're using so now I want to be like seeking people's approval. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Is what we should focus less on. Because yeah. for example, Edward I'm the type of person where I don't care if no one agrees with me. Mm-hmm. We could be in a meeting of 10 and I could say something and all nine of them could say we don't agree. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I think and I encourage everyone to say your point because if you feel strongly about it, say your point and you're given the opportunity, you can take the opportunity. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they're going to listen. Right. But that's okay because at least for me, I'm satisfied if I'm given the opportunity to at least say it. Yeah. Now, if you don't want to... <sighs> They don't like it or they don't 
believe it and that's at work and in my personal life that's fine right but for me i get more of a i'm happy when you just listen you don't right. gotta agree with it but you listened and thoroughly respect. and respected the point of view right so i feel like this whole thing of needing someone's approval you don't i think there's a level of buying you need to maintain professional relationships mm-hmm. and personal Mm-hmm. But I think you kind of need to determine maybe for yourself what that level is. Because to a degree, like, they kind of got to get with you a little bit. Yeah. A little. Yeah, you don't want to pers- be your romantic a, relationships. a friendship or relationship where you disagree with everything. Like, there's something <laughs> that keeps y'all together. together. <laughs> right, 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 yeah. But when you seek out their approval or you're now conforming yourself mm. for their level of whatever they think is right. Mm-hmm. That's what's unhealthy. Yeah. And I want to say that's when you look for validation. It's like, not really. It's not validation. Because that's not validation. That's just what we used to call That's what validation. we said. Yes. Huh. See what sh- happens when you read more? I was about to say, I'm going to try not to use it in that way. Now. I am too, because I feel like I'm using it incorrectly. Yeah. Reading the actual definition of what validation is, mm-hmm. and then reading that article about self-validation and, and a what about, and they reiterated that point of, Validating someone doesn't mean you agree. Right. And that's how we use it sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's definitely how we use it. You want them to agree. You want their approval. Where it's yeah. like, that's not what validation is. Like you said, validation is more being respectful. Yeah. Hmm, see that? Interesting. That blew my mind. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> but it's funny because at the same time when I was researching this, you know, you look at these articles, there's so many things. Why seeking validation from others is will ruin your life, why, whatever. And it's like, they're using it wrong to me. <laughs> it's like, why seeking approval for others? Yeah, yeah. Unless there's more than one definition of valid- to validate. <laughs> Although, I read three, and it didn't come up. Right. You know, respect yeah. to the earlier queer story we talked about. Right, right. So why do you think people seek others' approval? Um, cause it feels good. Um, does it? Yeah. It, it's hard to be the odd man out. Just like I said before, it's not necessarily easy. That's true. Um, so it's so much easier to be in a room full of people that be like, oh yeah, you right. All the to time. To conform. Yeah. It's so much easier. And it's probably to, more comfortable. Oh yeah. It's more comfortable short term. I, in the okay. long run though, if you're now in a room and you've faked the funk for a certain amount of time after a certain point of time you're going to feel uncomfortable that comfortability of fitting in the crowd is going to wear thin and it's going to be like i don't care if i fit in because these are not my opinions and these are never my opinions so in the short term it's way more comfortable it's way easier but in the long run it's it's not. not worth it and that's where people end up they like, how the F did I get here? Mm-hmm. And it's like, because you conformed for so long that now when you look back, you're like, who the F am I portraying myself am as or who have I become? Right. Um, And then that's when you be like, this ain't comfortable. This ain't right. And you try to change your circumstances. And I guess for me, it, it bothers me in the shorthand. Mm-hmm. And this is when it's down to perspective. Yeah. In the shorthand, it bothers me to conform. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the things I learned at this conference that I like, um, I went to this session about innovation, and he had this, like, quiz to figure, like, 
what type of innovator you and I was a radical innovator and I said it makes sense mm-hmm. it literally hurts my soul mm-hmm. to agree to something that I just don't agree with mm-hmm. and I maybe that's also part of my environment growing up where you know I had a very we have a very my family is very open and, and we can communicate very easily and mm-hmm. I feel like my thoughts and opinions were validated. The correct definition. Yeah. Whether or not my mom agreed with it or yeah. my grandparents or whatever, yeah. they always made it, made my feelings and thoughts valid. Right. Right. So for me, in my adulthood, it pains me mm-hmm. not to say how I feel because mm-hmm. this is the environment I've grown up in where you can always say how you feel. That mm-hmm. don't mean you're going to get your way. Right. Right. But you can always say how you feel. Mm-hmm. And that is the way, the environment that I was growing in. Because mm-hmm. even now, my family, we'll get in hardcore debates and walk away laughing and smiling because it's like, we don't got to agree, but we listen to each other. Right. And I think for some people, uh, well, a good amount of people just hate debating, period. So they either rather agree with the masses or be silent. And silence is, in some cases, just agreeing with it anyways. Um, so, I mean, I, I understand, um, your perspective, but I think, and I think for me, it's like, it's easier to conform in certain circumstances. So like with iPhones, I'm never going to conform to that. I don't care if the majority of people have iPhones, ain't going to happen. So I feel like it depends for me personally, it depends on what we talking about. It depends on if it's a debate or if it's getting something that everybody else has and it also changes as I mature. Because when you're young, of course you want the the light-up belt that everybody else got. Like, because you don't want to feel left out. Did I ever get a light-up belt? F no, my parents didn't let me. However, did I want one? Heck yes. But now as an adult, it's like, no, I don't want the light-up belt because everybody else F wants the light-up belt. And I want to be the one that don't have the light-up belt. But it, I think it for me, it depends on if it's surface level or if it's not. The surface level-ish, like what kind of phone you have and what kind of clothes you wear, it's easy for me to not conform with that kind of bullcrap because it don't mean much to me. But in other scenarios when it's like, oh, I'm just tired of stating my opinion and being the oddball out, it's tiring. It's exhausting. So sometimes it's like, I'm just going to pass on arguing this time around because I just don't feel like it. And I get that. So for me, it's more of a... I said what I said. <laughs> I'm. I love throwing that on people. Literally, mm-hmm. I will throw that on people. So I'm not gonna repeat it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think people's cho- <coughs> choice to com- conform and not conform or seek people's approval. I mean, it's all about perspective. Yeah. And what they feel is whatever. I I think my I guess my point of it is just being authentic. Because my thing is, like, for example, even on superficial stuff. Oh, everyone like, you know, this type of stuff. If you like it, you like it. Who Mm -hmm. cares? Mm -hmm. And if you don't like a trend, you don't like it. I find it personally annoying when people be like, well, I ain't doing it because everybody else is doing it. But if you like it, you like it. Who Mm -hmm. cares? I Mm -hmm. I guess my whole thing is just being authentic. Mm -hmm. Some trends I do like. And Mm -hmm. I participate. Because if I like it, I like it. And Mm -hmm. I'm not liking it because other people like it. Right. I I like it because I like it. And if I don't like it, I don't like it. And it's not because it's popular. Because I do know people who specifically not do it to be different. And it's like you still kind of 
trying to, I don't know. That's a different type of, I mean, it's not signal by approval, but that's still something too. Well, that's me. Cause I will blame and it. It won't, I just don't do it because everybody likes it. Because that, to me, sometimes being a part of the crowd is just as annoying as in a debate being outside of the crowd. But like I say, it depends on if it's surface level or if it's not. I guess I, guess I just don't think about the crowd. It's mm-hmm. like, do I like it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do I don't? No. But I'm not I even think thinking about Also, people. some people assume that if you're part of the crowd, you're only part of the crowd because there is a crowd. And, and that's not them. always the case. Um, sometimes you're part of the crowd because you just like what the what what they're doing, not necessarily because everybody doing it. You just like it. But that's for and I guess my thought is, and that's what people's assumptions to make. If you want to think, if I like this trend, like oh, you you like it because everyone else like it. No, I like because I like it. But if you want to think that whatever, I guess yeah. my thought is, I don't care mm-hmm. what people. And I'm gonna sit here and say I don't care what nobody thinks because that's mm-hmm. not it. I don't care about people. Um, who are more closely to me. Yeah. But even with the people who are more closely to me, if this is how I'm feeling and this is authentic for me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to stand there. Mm-hmm. Will it make me feel maybe more uncomfortable this time around? Standing in my truth? Mm-hmm. Maybe because like, it'll be, it'll feel weird not to, you know, I get it. You, to an extent, you want to get your loved ones buying on certain things. Like yeah. I understand. I think it's a healthy there's a healthy amount of wanting that. Yeah. I do. Mm-hmm. But even still, it like pains me not to. Mm-hmm. And maybe, once again, that's just my environment. Mm-hmm. I think that really, <coughs> excuse me, I really think it's my environment that mm-hmm. really drives the point home where like it hurts my feelings when I don't, when I have to like not be able to just say my truth. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's all I know. That's all I know how to operate with. Mm-hmm. So that's just me. I don't know. I just and I'm very cool if you don't agree. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not that. I'm, I'm okay. We yeah. don't. We don't. I feel like as even as older as I've gotten, it's even easy for me to be like, okay, agree, disagree. Like and it's see, even easier for me to throw that line out. I'm for like, me, okay. it's frustrating because it's like, no, I want you to understand. Well, no, I guess it's more frustrating when people ain't getting the point. Where it's like. Okay, you can disagree, but you still not understanding where I'm coming from, and that's frustrating. Because then I'm going to keep debating with you, and I'm gonna get frustrated. So for you, and how do you know that someone understands and doesn't agree? Be I, I feel like sometimes you could tell by their rebuttal if they're like focusing on the wrong thing. It's like no, that's not what I said. That's not what I meant. Like you going on a whole different tangent. This is what I said, and maybe I need to say it in a different way for you to get it. But I'm a type of person where it's like, I want to at least, at the bare minimum, be understood. You can disagree, but understand what I'm saying. Right. Because for me, because I'll hit a line with, I get it, I just don't agree. Mm-hmm. Is that satisfactory? Yeah, that means you understand it and you just don't agree, which is fine. But when people just don't even understand it, it's like, no, you need to understand it. <laughs> and I got to get it through to you. Like, that's and I me. guess that's for you to... Figure out how you want to pick and choose your battles. Well, yeah, that's yes. (laughs) I had to do that because it's like I've had to tell people, and I think I might have said this last episode stop sending me stuff to debate about because I just don't want to. Like, yeah, because you're sending me something that you know we disagree on just because you want to debate about it. I don't, I don't have the time. Now, if what you're saying is completely wrong and not factual. 
I'm going to ask you to prove it. And if you don't have proof, well, boom, conversation over. Like, and so, but I feel like, and this, I don't know why people do this to me, but multiple people, like, will text me with an article, like, oh, what you think about that? I'm like, you know me, I disagree. Like, why? Why? And it's like, do you like hearing my disapproval? Like, do you like hearing that? But because I think maybe some people send it to you because they know you won't end it. Mm. Like you but on I that. do. <laughs> I know what you're saying. You're doing it more now. Where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, whatever. We mm-hmm. disagree. But I think sometimes before, maybe people send it to you. I don't know mm-hmm. because they know that they could do that same rhetoric mm-hmm. of being like, I disagree because da da and you'd be like, that's not even what I said. You right. know what I mean? But I, I don't think maybe it's that part. What they get out of it? <laughs> like, is there some twisted joy? For some debating. people, some well, people I guess like a lot of people do enjoy debating. And some people like I to. Them people. I think some people <laughs> like to just be right, right, and they won't let it go because you haven't given them the approval of "yup, you're right." And I won't. <laughs> and I think that's why sometimes people will still maybe see those articles because mm-hmm. there's still maybe a part of them are still wanting to prove you wrong. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, if they were more of a my my my. My mindset was like, yeah, we don't agree. Because, like, if I read an article about why bacon is good for you, I'm not going to send that to Sydney. <laughs> right. She doesn't eat bacon. I'm just going to be like, okay, she <laughs> Do you like, know what I mean? Like, she's, are you still a pescatarian? Yes. She's a pescatarian, <laughs> and it is what it is. At the same time, she's not going to send nothing to me mm-hmm. about no bacon. I like it, and it is what it is. Right. But in this this one our listeners, he gonna know I'm talking about him, but he be alright. Last week because we're not in any um chats together anymore. So he texted me specifically last week to about debate about something. something. And we disagreed, of course, but what he said was not valid. And so he was like, I'm gonna go find it and send it to you. And he never did. And it's been a week. Call and so out. I texted him. No, I already texted him today and I was like so I'm waiting on this proof. He was like, oh, I completely forgot about it. It's like, so you brought this to me and then you wrong at the same time. So why are you bring it to me? I don't get it. Because <laughs> I'm still right. <laughs> and I guess that's my opinion. I'm still right. And I'm sure it's their opinion that they still right too. But maybe they wanted healthy dialogue about it. And maybe they wanted to see a different perspective. I don't know. I don't but, know. People and I mean, people. if they just want to hear my perspective on things, okay, respect. I get that. That's why we have this show. If you want to hear our perspectives on things. But I just, I know that sometimes for me, it gets to be exhausting. That situation, listener, it was not exhausting. Especially because I texted you about it again today. But in certain situations, I think mostly in like a group situation where I'm the all ball out. That's when it gets exhausting because it's just like, Especially like in group me, if multiple people ask you questions at once, it's just like, hold up, time out. Let me drop a whole paragraph. And then it's like they still be disagreeing. I'm like, all right, I'm just tired of arguing with y'all. Y'all can think y'all right and I think I'm right and we just gonna leave it there. Well, I think there's something to be said. I think we can all try to develop the whole idea of agreeing, agreeing to disagree. Yeah. Like, I think for me now, my patience is even less where I'd be like, all right, well, it's okay. <laughs> you like that? I don't. Mm-hmm. Cool. Right. And sometimes people don't like that. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not going there. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, 
like you said, people don't like agreeing to disagree. And for some people, it's not enough to agree to disagree. Because it's like, no, I want you to agree. And so if you don't agree, it's an we're going to keep... Yeah, it's going to be an issue, basically. And I think for people who are like that, and if you if anyone is dealing with a person like that, I still think don't engage. Because that's more fulfilling something on them. That's when mm-hmm. you get into, like, that's some personal stuff they want. Mm-hmm. I really think that because, like... <clears throat> sometimes it can be tricky in debates and I'm all for a good debate every now and then. Mm-hmm. But when it gets to be a level of just like, like you have to, like you want to fight somebody <laughs> over, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. when it gets to be in that place mm-hmm. and you know, this person's like, no, it's like, Oh, I mean, what is this at this point? What are right. you getting from this? And, and I think that becomes a something that that's within them. Maybe they're, environment their life mm-hmm. that's making them feel so passionately about getting this thing approval getting this you're right from someone and i also think i think the disengaging thing is key because think about it in a situation like this this is extreme and i know this example won't completely make sense but just rock with me for a second oh. say you're in a relationship right and this person is like there is no God. I, then they are an atheist. Now, I know you wouldn't be in a relationship with a person that's an atheist. That's why I said just rock on me for a minute. No but me. that's an example of a debate where it's like, no, it's not okay for us to disagree. So if you don't agree with me because that's one of your core values, then we not going to be able to be together. Very so I, I think that's a situation where it's like, for me, no, it's not going to be okay for us to disagree. To agree to disagree. That's not going to work for me. So I think in that situation, though that's an extreme one, I kind of understand people like, no, we either got to be on the same page or we not in the same book because... But then, <laughs> but the person, but even in situations like that, then you got to reposition people. Yeah. And yeah. that sucks. But like, yeah. you can't make them. Right. Can, I mean, it's still, to me, it's the same premise. Now it's about... The, I mean, you could say instead of saying agree, we, you know, since we can't find common ground, then I have to exit or I have to reposition and you. And that's why I said disengaging wanna... is key. I just know that in some situations it's going to be harder. But I think that's a situ that's an example of a place where it's like I, I understand someone being like, I can't just agree to disagree. Well, I, and I'm going to say this. I know that was your example. <laughs> But I'm just going to say this, especially in dating. If you have core values or standards, that mm-hmm. should be the lead in, okay? Agreed. That's how people be getting messed up. When you don't have these conversations mm-hmm. in uh, early enough timetables, mm-hmm. and the reason you keep fighting is because, for example, in a relationship, because now you really love them. So yeah. now you just really need them to buy in yeah. so you can maintain a relationship. Mm-hmm. But to avoid some of that, my mm-hmm. friends... Mm-hmm. You need to lead with what's most important to you, even in friendships. Yeah, but also a problem with that is that people change. So, like, for example, with um, being okay with gay people, right? I wasn't necessarily young. When I was younger, raised in an environment where it was okay to be gay, right? Now, as an adult, my environment is completely different. However, if I was dating someone since, that point to now, they might not have changed with me. And so if that's now one of my core values, then it's like, 
we need to be clear and communicate how our core values have changed because I may have communicated that before we got together, but I, now I also need to communicate how my core values have changed and how if you don't agree with that, then, you know, we're going to have to disengage because everybody don't stay the same. Everybody's core values don't always stay the same as they go through life. No, they don't. It is about communication. I feel like the examples you're giving, I always have like a rebuttal, so I'm not. No, you can give your rebuttal as well. It's not a rebuttal. I, I think <laughs> that I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going there. Okay. I'm just going to say that it's important to talk with people about what's important to you. And if there is shifts, you have that conversation. And at a certain point, it's up to the person because here's the thing. If a couple is together and they agreed on like these five principles mm-hmm. and two, three years in the fifth one, you like, I don't like it no more. Yeah. Now it's the person's decision to decide if they want to stay with you yeah. because let's be honest. And it's not doing blame here. Mm-hmm. We agreed and you changed fine, mm-hmm. but I don't have to rock with your changes. Exactly. So then it's just the person opting in if they still want to go there with you. Right. right. That don't make it easy. Mm-hmm. But if this is a part of your core and you're not going to be able to be happier to be at peace with it, mm-hmm. then I encourage people to make the move they need to make to find peace. Because that makes me think about um, the woman from The Real and how like she never wanted kids. But over time, her husband did want kids and she saw that in him. He's the one who changed. She never changed. Right. But she saw that that one thing that changed, it just wasn't going to work. And she couldn't opt in on it. Right. And that's okay. Exactly. Because she couldn't agree to She disagree. was clear. Mm-hmm. And he was in the beginning. His changed. Okay. Yeah. But she don't have to opt in in it anymore. Right. And it sucks. Yeah. But she has to do what she needs to do so that she will have peace. Right. That's a prime example of what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now it's up to... Um, her, what's her name again? Jimmy, 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 mine. Forgive me. But it was up to her to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. I can't opt into it though. Because it hasn't changed for me. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and there are plenty of things you can compromise on, but just in that example, like, like you can't really, you can't compromise on babies. Kids, right. Um, (laughs) some people can compromise on religious, religion type things. That's Mm -hmm. for people, but like the baby thing, no. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty hard to compromise on that. Yeah. Guys, let us know if you understood the difference between healthy and unhealthy validation and the, what validation really is. And so you even said that wrong, I think. No? I said what validation really is. Could you say healthy and unhealthy validation? Yes. But what's unhealthy validation? Is unhealthy validation not respecting people's opinions? Yes. All right. <laughs> I want to be clear that we're still sending the right message. Okay. So let us know how you guys feel about the difference. And if you, because I know I'm going to, you know, attempt, like we just found clarity on, to go about using validation in a way that's more clear and that's more correct and true to the definition of validation. So let us know your input, comment, like, rate, subscribe. All that jazz, you know, just love us. Thanks. As always, don't forget to shop for our merchandise. Um, I was about to say something, but I'm going to hold it till next week. Um, And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing you the good and the bad of every week.